Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Kevin Connor, and we've got breaking news. We're going live to our uh, our Swifty correspondent, Luke LeBen. Luke, you're you're at the Eras Tour movie right now. Is that correct? Can can you tell me what's going on? Help me. <laughs> Help me! It's it's Mad Max Fury Road out here, man. <laughs> These Swifties are wild for this one. Luke, we're getting reports of midsummer vibes. Is that true? Are there circ are there people circling and dancing? I uh, may or may not be the new May Queen. I may be the new May Queen. Uh, so can confirm <laughs> that that's going down here. Uh, yeah, it's the end of times and. It's it's nuts up in this theater. Wow. Well, I guess we're finding out what the eleventh era is gonna be. The apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. Um, but in all seriousness, my theater was pretty dead. Uh of course I'm talking about the fact that I went to opening weekend, the era's tour. Uh me and Kyle, my wife, went and it was we picked an AMC 15, which was funny. Kyle was like, I just realized that that's the number of screens. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it definitely took me too long to realize that. Like AMC 20, AMC 15. That's how but they anyway. decide it? <laughs> Did you not realize that's what no, that No, I thought like there was an AMC, The first one they opened was AMC 1. <laughs> In like and the this state. is the 20th what? location. Yeah. Are you being serious or I'm, joking? I'm... So totally serious. I did not realize that. Oh, was the okay. Case. Mind blown. Hey, well, sometimes those things just click. But anyway, uh, yeah. So the I feel like whatever the craziest there because there was a bunch of people going to another theater, but ours there was like four people in, uh, and we were like in the back corner. It's funny, and it was like empty. But but there were two people. Uh, we got the cups. Kyle and I got the cups, the tote bag which came with a light up baton. Wow. And uh. And uh, so there were two people like over to the right of us and they uh, did uh, have the light up baton. And uh, during style, they must be big Harry Styles heads or something or that's their favorite song. They ran up to the front and sat in like the front row for just that song and then ran back afterwards. And so I'm like, interesting. Um, Oh, but something I should say before we even got in the theater I see someone wearing like a sparkly leotard like Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was just like with some people come to realize she's like one of those like cosplayers who dresses up like superheroes. That's like her thing. Like she dresses up as Taylor Swift and she has all this like merch. Like I got a cool uh, little tag that said you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. (laughs) Um, And uh, she was like giving those out and like had bracelets to give out. And she said like, She's gone to a bunch of the shows and, like, goes to all these, like, Taylor-related events. But I was like, wow, I didn't think I'd see, like, a Taylor Swift cosplay at this. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I am. Um, I am what I would call a, mu- a movie-going experience purist, um, to a fault, I think. Yes, you had popcorn when we – I talked about your uh, 
like diehard getting popcorn yes. stance because and I was like when we went to see Stop Making Sense, lo and behold, you're standing there with your bucket. I'm getting popcorn if we're going to the movie theater. Like it's an absolute fact. But I did this time because I missed it. Like a light up baton is like giving someone an air horn for a movie. <laughs> right. I cannot think of a worse thing to hand people going into a dark room. Uh, and yeah. I I did not go see the Eras tour. Uh, you know. We're alone. Well, you did in person. Yes, in person. <laughs> um, no more. Taylor gets no more of my money. But we've been a little busy. So, and I also thought I don't want to go see a movie where a bunch of people are singing. Which it sounds like you <laughs> what, would experience like that I wanted. No, no, like like where oh, yeah. people you didn't. That's what Kyle was like. If my theater is like insane, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> like Annie, I don't want that. Annie either. went to a Taylor Swift string quartet, and it was like candle lit. It was very cool, and I forget what their first song is, but they played it, and she's like, "Oh, this is incredible." Uh, and then they were like, "Oh, and feel free to sing along." And she said the whole thing sucked from then on out because like <laughs> strings aren't that loud. But people want to sing, and no, people yeah. will fucking wail. Uh, Annie got COVID at that event, and I still think she's more mad about the people singing. Oh, it's because they were... Oh, no, I was like, it's because they were singing bad. That gives you COVID. Maybe. Bad singing. Bad singing <laughs> might give um, you COVID. But I should talk about the movie itself. And, yes. uh, you know, it was really cool seeing uh, Stop Making Sense right before, just to have this, like, comparison of, like, the 80s to now. Both events were filmed over three days mm-hmm. uh, or, like, three shows and cut together. So it's, like, they were filmed in a similar way, but then it's, like, to see how far we've come oh, to where know. this is, like... And, I mean, obviously with a major budget, but you got your... You know, like, we talked about it when we saw the show, like, your set pieces and background dancers and actors and they're like doing so much uh and then beyond that just the great like performance of taylor swift which i'll mention too but um but yeah it was just cool to like have that comparison yeah uh and see like how far major artists have come but i uh i feel like there's some songs that which i know you guys were kind of on the side of the stage so you missed out on some of like the screen part of it which in the movie you don't get all of that. Like they do their best to balance like the wide shots with the close-ups and mm-hmm. medium shots, but like like the one where she takes you to church with all the lights shining up, Kyle was like that was way cooler in person to see like the lights. And so there's ones that I feel like you know, if you can't go to the tour obviously, yeah. this is going to be like the next best thing. Uh but there's some that I was like that kind of worked better. Or like, oh, you're kind of missing this cool part, but whatever. Um, August, I felt like was really cool. It was just because that one is like minimal stuff. Yeah, I feel like those would be the songs that that play better on in film. Like a lot of folklore, just really cool footage. Yeah, Yeah, like just sweet shots of like Taylor with the crowd behind her. Um, So I want to talk about the best song and the underrated jam, of course. Uh, Which you should weigh in because I mean you saw the tour, so that's basically it. And I think, like, the theme song of this tour, which what has to be the best song, it's the song on the trailer, must be Cruel Summer. Ooh, uh, yeah. And it's had its whole, like, resurgence. Uh, so I feel like that is the obvious uh, best song. See, you didn't even disagree right there. Uh, you know what, um, though? I am going to disagree because I... Yeah, what else would you say? And this is going back to this concert more than the movie, obviously. 
but I thought Reputation was fine before that show, and I have grown so much to it because it feels like such a big stadium like event. Oh, um, yeah. So like, um, I thought like Ready for it, Look at What You Made Me Do was like the highlight of that. Um, and I still, I, my favorite story of Taylor Swift going to see her is every era I would ask Andy what was coming next. And I was like, what's coming next? And it was like, <laughs> like did the big like snake thing. Um, dude, the snake, it was, what was really cool in the movie. They had uh, like just graphics that would come up for a second. And when the new era started mm-hmm. to like label it. So reputation was sweet because when that was happening, what you're talking about, they have like a graphic of like the snake like wrapping around like a giant snake wrapping around the thing and it says reputation. Yeah, and that's the one I'm talking about where she takes us to church. That's in the reputation era too. So oh, yeah. I'd say that's um fair. Uh and Cruel Summer does come early on, but I feel like that if I was gonna pick like the anthem of the tour, I would feel that's like it fair. would be that. Yeah. Um Karma is also good and that's the finale the whole closer of the show and so that's amazing i also love mastermind which comes right before um that like performance with the black and white graphics is really cool and i know Uh, you were you were keen on vigilante shit i'm sure oh yeah it was good um but for my underrated jam i and i want to hear what your pick would be but mine i think would have to be the one which I love that song. Love that song. And this was, it played post bathroom break when we were at the show. And so <laughs> I was kind of like waiting for Kyle and Erica to come back and like, just sort of watching it from the, uh, like entrance. Wait, is there but, an intermission in the show? No, there's like a little interlude where it's like a video and she reads like lyrics of seven. Oh, okay. Uh, so they cut that in the movie. They do cut some stuff to like, they cut some of the transition stuff. Um, gotcha. I thought and you were like saying the costume changes that you had gone to the bathroom previous to the one, and I'm looking at the set list, and that is all too well. Which no, would it was be like during sin. the seven interlude. Yeah. I know because Kyle was like, "No, we went during red," and I was like, "I think you saw all too well ten minute version. I don't think you would have missed that." So we went during that little interlude. While um, we're talking about that, I will but, say that that's my underrated jam. The one? No, uh, all too well. Oh, all too well. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know if that even is, is underrated. underrated. I don't know. It's so it's, regarded, but it's such it's, a stripped down performance, right? Like it's just her yeah. guitar. She's high up. I, it's, it's that's cool. one of those moments of yeah. And the footage is incredible. That's one of those moments of like where we talked about it with Talking Heads. Strip back everything. It's just a performer performing well and it's like amazing to see all too well. same with the all too well uh but the reason i picked the one is because of the part where she goes you meet somebody on the internet and take her home it's like a change from how she sings it on the album and everyone goes nuts for it um but i will say shout out to the acoustic set in the movie because it's some old song that i didn't care about uh and then uh she plays you're on your own kid on the piano. Ooh. And as a pianist myself, as an aspiring as um, a what? musician. <laughs> pianist. Um, no, it was just interesting to see how she's like looking down 
Uh, like just to see those moments of like, oh, she is human, you know, and just see maybe her sweating a little bit, and that's what uh, a little. It's always cool to yeah. see that with a huge and how she gets rid of the safety net for those songs and mm-hmm. just does it fully her. And so yeah, it's amazing. You get you get the big theatrical moments and the smaller intimate moments, even though there's thousands of people there. So yeah, those are the picks. I think those are solid picks. Nice. We're uh, in agreement. Well, and you know what? It's been a big year of Taylor Swift. Obviously, we've talked about her a lot. Um, yeah, and I, you a know, lot. I have to imagine that at this point we're not going to talk about her until her next album comes out. Um, do you know when that is? <laughs> is it this Friday? It's next I week. Actually, don't. It's know. literally a week from today, <laughs> okay. Luke. We're God we're damn. never going to get away. <laughs> nope. Is that the uh, 1989? Yeah, which Annie's. Okay super hyped um we're gonna have to talk about the best song in the underrated jam on it yeah so to do it um you know as a as you know the day this episode comes out um is one day away from my wedding uh which we'll talk about next week because i want to get your input on how our dj did i think that'd be very interesting yes i'm excited to uh drag them but (laughs) (laughs) Annie, i told Annie this she's like you can't let Luke be mean to a vendor on the podcast. No. I was like, we've never been mean about anybody in our life. I think I'm usually the one who's a little more uh, diplomatic sometimes. You s- sometimes are like, too slow or whatever, you know. Yeah. I can usually find some way to uh, make it sound good. It's but I know it's, it's going to rule. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but next week, when 1989 comes out, is on our honeymoon, and it's a day where we have a couple hours of driving in there. Nice. And Annie is just like, like it couldn't have worked better. That's so, going to be awesome. That'll be nice. Uh, but Luke, cool. let's get into it. Let's do it. This is, of course, best song ever. We're going to listen to some new music. We've each brought a song for you, and you're going to start us off, right, Kev? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really excited about this artist. Uh, you know, a lot of times we, we bring something that's upcoming or just dropped. Uh, this one slipped mm-hmm. what, uh, slipped through my crack. Is that the, the famous? <laughs> that's, that is the segment we used to call it slipping through our crack. All right, well, I'm bringing slipping <laughs> um, through so yeah, my crack there you back. Go. But this came out in May, and Spotify did me the, the nice service of uh, queuing it up when I was in like an artist radio for, I believe, Boy Genius's new album. And oh, is it the EP, The Rest? It's not that, but it's oh, it was okay. Spotify was like, you like The Rest? Take a listen to this. Um, oh, yeah. And I am speaking about a track that I found from Rahil, which is the first name and uh, nom de plume of Rahil Jamilafard. And she is a multidisciplinary artist and musician hailing from Lansing, Michigan, which, hey, that's just what? on the road. Um, hometown hero yeah and presently based out of upstate new york she was a founding member of the brooklyn garage rock mainstays habibi which i uh i give a listen to and have to say i'm a big fan of and rahil garnered a reputation for alchemizing an electric range of influences distilling them into captivating and heavy pop songs that gestured towards the modes and melodies of the iranian american household in which she was raised her new LP, Flowers at Your Feet, is uh, is really, truly incredible. I finally listened to it all this last week, and it sees her moving along a journey of self-acceptance and self-love 
reflecting on her childhood and family while honoring the people and moments that defined her. The project draws on elements of trip-hop, jazz, and alt-rock music, all underpinned by Rahil's reverent and thoughtful lyricism. So, this was recorded in phases during the lockdown, and the album was created in close collaboration between Rahil and producer Alex Epton. Early versions of Flowers were sent to Beck, actually, uh, who was super supportive and encouraging about making a full album out of the songs. Uh, Quote, it meant a lot to me because he's a huge source of inspiration. He would later contribute his own ideas to uh, Fables, which is a track on the album that I will be playing today. Uh, so let's give a listen to Rahil and Beck with Fables. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm going to dole out my new catchphrase that I started last week. Lukey likey. Hell yeah. Let's go. I likeyed that quite a bit. Uh, I could definitely see how Beck was an inspiration on this artist. Also, I feel like it had it had like so much more movement. I was almost expecting it to be a little more uh, like spacey and like maybe a little more like quiet and emotional. But then it just came out the gate with just a great beat. And even mm-hmm. though it gets kind of like psychedelic and like jam jammy there at times, uh, and you feel like you're floating like. It still has a great, like, beat, this, like, great driving beat. So, yeah, it was fantastic. I think that's a stellar combo between the two of them. Um, Yeah. Obviously playing to each other's strengths, but also bringing something uh, unique to the table with each of of the people. For sure. Rahul and Beck. So, yeah, big fan. Uh, The album's great. Really bummed I slept on it all summer. Getting into it now. And uh, there is a bunch of fantastic tracks on it. So, I can't recommend it enough i'm excited to check it out that was rahil with fables from flowers at your feet out now via big data all right well it comes to the time in the podcast where we like to play a game and i have a handmade custom game for you here today kev since we were discussing taylor swift and i'm like i didn't like fully finalize this so uh we'll just see how this goes i have just a few of them here um so i've invented a game called swifter grift Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna read you some lyrics and you have to tell me if it's uh taylor swift or if it's a cheap imitation (laughs) written by yours truly (laughs) Okay. You know what? Be- I I feel like I'm the perfect mark for this. Because, yeah, for sure. Like, I know the big ones, which obviously aren't the ones you chose, uh, but I'm, I don't know all of them. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see if you... Uh... If you get these, because you're also not a lyrics person. That's no. why I thought this would be perfect for you. So some that I'm like, that might be too obvious, maybe you won't get. So let's see if you get this one. You wear the same jewels that I gave you while you bury me. That's, you wear the same jewels that I gave you while you bury me. That's a swift. Well done, sir. Yes. Bonus points if you know the song. I'm going to guess Bejeweled. Ah, My Tears Ricochet. Ah. My, quite possibly my favorite Taylor Swift song. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. There's there is um, almost no chance I get the song, but I will guess a song each time. <laughs> I'll you know what? I'll do it before you even know it's a grift. Okay. Well, let's see. Sunset on the football field. You walked away, but I'm still standing there to this day. Um that's a grift and that's on her upcoming 11th album, uh <laughs> The Tight End Stories of Taylor Swift. <laughs> I I can see your gears turning you, you saw it. Yeah. with with I'm the Travis to... Kelsey nonsense. I see it. <laughs> no, that just seemed like a thing that she would write about. Sunset on the football field. That sounds like classic Swift to me. That's that's <laughs> era eleven. I'm telling you. She said she talks about uh, bleachers on a song. Um. Anyway. Yeah, she fucking talks about Jack Antonoff all the time. 
Hey, they work together. They're producers. Next one. The summer warmed us for a while, but our love turned cold when the birds start to fly. Um, I'm going to say that is swift and it's somewhere on Evermore. Yes, I fooled you once. Ah, That's all I needed was to fool you once. Because I was like, it's going to be so obvious. Hers are way better written than mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just phoning these in. Um, Okay, so that was your first one you got wrong. Next up. You knew it still hurt underneath my scars from when they pulled me apart, but what you did was just as dark. Trying to like think of the era that like because you're not giving me cadence here, so like I gotta try and like I'm trying to specifically do a cadence that doesn't give any doesn't make away. sense. Yeah, um, so <laughs> I'm gonna say that's a Swift from Reputation. Oh, close! It is a Swift. It's Hoax from Folklore. Ah, one of my favorite underrated Swift songs. And then last one. So I sneak out to the garden to see you. We keep quiet because we're dead. If they knew. It's a Swift. It's from 1989. Close. It's from Love Story, which that's uh, Fearless, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, no, it's called Lover. Um, <laughs> okay. I no. did all right. Yeah. Yeah, you did pretty good. Okay. That was fun. Well, can you, uh, since you didn't get grifted fully, I won't be like emptying your bank accounts like I was going to do. Um, and, you know, you're <laughs> you about know to get married. So they're empty yeah, anyway. there's I nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Swifter Grift. All right. Well, I'm glad we got double features today. Both of our songs have a fantastic featured artist on Ooh. them. I'm excited. And not only not only do we have double features, but this person's also joining our Triple Dippers Club, which I recently invented. Uh, this is Eric the Architect. And ah. you're familiar, of course. I'm familiar. Uh, so the first time we played a song from the phenomenal hip-hop trio that is Flatbush Zombies... And Eric was a part of that trio. So that was the first time. Then I really enjoyed his 2021 EP, Future Proof. It was great. Uh, yeah, I was just re-listening to some of those songs. Super good. Last year, I played his amazing single, No Ice, with AK the Savior. And then he showed up on the jammiest of jams from this year. Ooh. And that is the song Candle Flame by Jungle on their 2023 oh, album. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like uh, that's like the top played song from that album on Spotify, and it's so good. And it was my favorite song. Eric does some fantastic verses on it. And now he's got a new single called Ambrosia, and this features another amazing artist who we've played on the pod before, Channel Trace, who also shows up on that Jungle album, yep. who's also worked with the likes of Young Bay, who we love on this mm-hmm. podcast. Channel Trace and is like one of those... Like, I want to oh, say yeah. Freddie Gibbs, so many Gibbs type. We're like, yeah, the, everywhere. And so is Eric. Eric's shown up on a bunch of good features this year, too. So these two coming together is uh, pretty amazing. And the single Ambrosia, it shows a little more sensual side, a little more laid back oh. and measured, but it's still got a great groove and beat. A little, like, dark and haunting, but this bassy groove and catchy chorus uh, will get stuck in your head for sure. 
So let's dim the lights and crank up the tunes, baby. Let's get ready to cut a rug as we listen to Eric the Architect and Channel Trace with Ambrosia. Hey, Ambrosia, we ain't catch a vibe in over. I don't got no time for no bullshit. Hit her one time, hot shit, but she frozen. Hey, Ambrosia, we ain't catch a vibe in over. I don't got no time for no bullshit. Hit her one time, hot shit, but she frozen. Hey, hey, Ambrosia, we ain't catch a vibe in over. I don't got no time for no bullshit. Hit her one time, hot shit, but she frozen. Hey, hey, Ambrosia, and we ain't catch a vibe in the over. Spritz of cologne for the dawn. CDG hobbits pop tag from the stove. Now a full meal, silverware on the stove. You had a long night, trust I bring you back home. Made a good impression on you, that's a bad go. Filled with petrol, drove how the van go. Oh, so glow, give it to you like it's promo. Cause I'm a real nigga, never been the boat. So, hey, Ambrosia, we ain't catch a vibe in the sofa. I don't got no time for no bullshit. Hit it one time, hot shit, but she frozen. Hey, Ambrosia, and we don't catch a vibe in the sofa. Gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Woo! Hell yeah! Oh boy, that was good. Um, wow, a uh, great two great verses. Um, love yeah. that they essentially just split the song down the middle. Um, Eric taking the first go. verse, Channel Trace taking the second. Uh, production. Ooh, that was yeah. awesome. Fantastic. Love that. Like, it, like I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but. It's 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 a little sleepy almost like it's very yeah. subduing in a way. It's like uh, woozy. 
Yeah, that and I I love that. It makes my brain yeah. feel all like Wuz. Well, yeah, there's like that kind of thin little like wobbly organ going in and out, which is cool, and then the bassiness uh comes in. So yeah, it's like and it's good for the very it's fitting for the very like sexual nature of the song yeah. and uh like, you know, nice and sexy and smooth, but it's like got such a great beat, but it it holds back and keeps it nice and uh nice and calm. And yeah, the production was amazing. That track was co-produced by Lyndon J, Ruby Francis, and Raph Riley. Um, but yeah, Eric the Architect's amazing. I always perk up when I see some new stuff from him and love Channel Trace on everything he shows yeah. up on, which is a lot. I just feel like I never go too long without seeing Channel Trace on a song, and I'm always happy about it. I feel like every every good album's got a Channel Trace feature, like two-thirds yeah. of the way through. Right. Like, it's always track seven. He's like your closer you bring in to, uh, it's like, oh, is the audience starting to lose attention? No, no, no. Get Channel Trace in here. Yeah. He's like Harvey Keitel in Pulp Fiction. He'll get him exactly. back. So that was Eric the Architect featuring Channel Trace with Ambrosia. That single is out now via Eric's own architect recording company. All right, well, we got to talk about the music we've been loving in Touts. Touts. couple albums that just came out, and it's fitting. We just heard a great hip-hop song that uh, got two great hip-hop releases here. Earl Sweatshirt and The Alchemist with Voir Dire, uh, which is a legal term. Uh, and, you know, I saw Anthony Fantano from needle drop i'm always responding to some of his tweets and i saw him say what are your top three albums of the year i said and we'll see if this stands i said the record Ten Thousand gex and hell mode so that's uh boy genius 100, 100 gex, gex and, and jeff, jeff rosenstock and um but i saw voir dire on there a lot uh so that's definitely one to check out it's super good and the, some good uh, Vince Staples features. There's also a feature by my other tout, Mike, uh, with Burning Desire, which he just had that album out with the um, the Alchemist and Wiki, but now he's got Burning Desire, and it's super good. I didn't listen to the whole thing yet. I need to spend some more time with it. You got an Earl Sweatshirt feature, but a lot of those songs are like really short too, and. Uh, the production is just great, so that's I was really enjoying that one. Wild. I was in the car today and I was listening to King Ghidorah, which is an MF Doom album from like two thousand three. Mm, yeah. It's, it's not by MF Doom, it's like self titled, but it's Yeah, it that's is, like his other one of his yeah, projects. But yeah. it is MF Doom. And I just let it kind of roll into like ra- the the radio that Spotify does. And Mike had yeah. like four songs over the duration of like oh, the three he's so hours good. he was driving around. And there were well, every time it happened, I was like, Who is this? And it was Mike. So that's I, what I he's had albums the past four years, I think. He like he never misses um <laughs> a yeah. year. He puts out it and they all are really good. Um I've seen them all show up on like Disco and Weight of the World showed up on a lot of year end lists. So I um have just recently become a fan, but I'm like, I definitely should go back and check out some Mike. Yeah, I agree. Um, I super want to check that out. I've added the new album to 
my library. Uh, two albums that I've really been enjoying this week, recent releases. There's Pink Shift with Siraksha. Uh This is actually an EP. Oh. It's only three tracks. I uh, forgot about that. It's great. All three tracks are amazing. Uh, not surprised. Pink Shift among one of my favorite albums from last year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, last year. Um, time is an illusion but yeah. uh, really really good solid addition to the catalog of course i played uh pink shift on the podcast before but another band mm-hmm. i've played and was a fan of teen jesus and the gene teasers their yes. album i love you is great uh finally got around to listening to it and it's fantastic nice i need to check that one out too all right well we got to talk about the new music friday releases we're excited for out today in shouts all right, first up, shouts to Sampha with Lahai. Oh, love Sampha, loved Process, which I think that was his last album, which came out like five years ago or so. Saw him open for the XX at the Masonic Temple, and it wow. was amazing. Um, yeah, so definitely check that out. The Rolling Stones with Hackney Diamonds. That's The reviews for that are supposed to be good. I guess there's a song with Lady Gaga. It's supposed Ooh. to be the best stones in a while so i mean i never haven't listened to them in a long time but love some of their classics yeah check it out um and then shouts to forest swords with bolted great like i think like instrumental project that i used to like one of their albums back in the day so it's probably worth checking out nice uh it's kind of like braids that's why i kind of remember it being oh cool that that you might be into it yeah yeah uh, we've got Blink-182 with One More Time. Always like to see what those boys are doing. Uh, um, Fun videos for that album. Lisa Gilroy, a great comedian, is in one of their videos. Ooh, okay. I haven't seen yeah. that. Bombay Bicycle Club with My Big Day. Huge fan of that band. So excited to check that out. BB... BC? Right? Just BBC. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Anna Frango Electrico, who I played on the pod like two years yeah. ago from Brazil. She has an album out. Um, it's Mi Kama de Gato Que Isusu. I don't know if that was right, but I went for it, and now we're going to move on. Good job. Uh, Parcels with a live album, Volume 2, at one oh, of the nice. best shows I've ever been to, so I'm imagining the live version is great. And Luke... I'm shocked you didn't see this. It was buried a little bit. And I hesitate to tell it? you about this because what is it? I'm really worried it's going to impact your life in a meaningful way. <laughs> um, I am, of course, speaking about the album Giant Elk by the band Mirex. Stop he, the presses. He's gone. <laughs> he ran away. <laughs> oh, what? Oh my! Of course, Meat Rex. Wait, what was the name of it again? Uh, Giant Elk. Why? Like Mega Bear? Yes. Well, that of was course. The last album. Mega Bear, the album you resequenced about thirty thousand times <laughs> and obsessed over for like two months. So hey, listen. Oh. If if you're I'm looking for something over longer to, than that, yeah. If you're looking for something <laughs> to do over the winter, I guess this is your album. Uh, but that'll be I'm probably so excited. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I missed that. That is amazing. Uh, I can't wait. I loved Mega Bear. I wonder if this one's going to be more 
uh, like traditional album format or if it's going to be some wild like new conceptual stuff like they did on mega bear which was like that each song was short and could all be played in any order that was the idea but yeah that is amazing i'm super excited i knew you would be me rex amazing well wow. let's let's get all out right. of here so you can go listen to it because yeah um, let's it's do out that now technically yeah all right well, we got to talk about our three daddies we're a planet ant podcast powered by pinecast planet ant theater in hamtramck michigan you can support them by seeing a show or donating online. Great theater. We love them. And then offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Oh, hey, we're getting close to year end time where we're going to have our top 10 lists up there. All the offshelf contributors, including Kevin and I, will have our top 10 albums of the year. So Very go check time. out. A, yeah, I can't wait for that. I've been uh, preparing but we'll see if anything changes it in the next month. But There's an album that I'm looking forward to, I believe, next? No, two weeks from now, that I have high hopes cracks my top ten. Okay. I've been liking that new Sufjan Stevens, so we'll see if that's going to get up there. Let's just um, say a fellow Kevin is going to come out swinging. Oh, Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin's back in the game. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get out of here so Kevin can get married. Um, oh, fuck. I got to go. <laughs> As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Cutter saying go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is best song ever. For God's sakes, get him to the church on time. Well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. The jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth one ever. It's best song ever. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.